0: Hey there, I'm James McKimben. And I'm Dagobert Renault And you're listening to This Indie Life. This Indie Life follows the journey of two Indie Hackers as we navigate the good, the bad and the ugly attempting to turn our Indie Hacker dreams into reality. Dago runs Logology a logo design product that has a Twitter course called Dominate Twitter. I run a podcast editing service and a handmade leather wallet business is my side project. Each week you can tune in to see what progress we've made to achieve those dreams. In this episode Dago is up and about looking fantastic in his recording setup. We'll be diving deep into a topic that's on everyone's minds, artificial intelligence. Despite being sceptics at heart, Dago and I started to both embrace ai in various aspects of our lives and we're excited to share our thoughts and experiences with you join us for an engaging and thought-provoking chat about the fascinating world of ai as we explore the ways in which this groundbreaking technology is changing our lives for better or worse so sit back relax and get ready to learn something new in this latest installment of our podcast
1: it was so fun like you you, it was like you got so high that i was like i was literally feeling that well i've
0: got a little secret for you dago you take cocaine no that intro was written by OpenAI, ChatGPT. oh but that's funny because i also thought it was a
1: bit too like it was a bit weird to say that because like we're not that excited like you're, you're like so <laughs> blowing ai's dick i was a bit worried
0: <laughs> no it's pretty good I, I i wrote my one which in this episode dang is out of bed and looking great in his recording setup no, that's awesome like when you start saying that like this amazing
1: world of AI, like all this shit, like it was a bit too much.:
0: <laughs> So your setup looks beautiful. why are you not in bed? What's happening here? So I'm like in a
1: kind of bed, you know, last week we talked about, yeah, how can I record my course update? And this weekend we had friends over. We like set the table, and I didn't sit on the chair or anything. I just like was on this very comfy armchair that we have, yeah. put a ton of pillows on it. And I was like, okay, I can sit at a table with that. So I was like, I'm going to try with this recording with you. Can I stand, you know, doing this recording? Is it okay? Like I'm checking my, my heart rate and shit. And, you know, is it okay? Is it too much? And so I was just like thinking, okay, how can I look decent for my updates and will I be able to do it? So I hope this recording we do today goes well, because then I'm gonna think, okay, I can definitely record the update. It's
0: exhausting, but not too exhausting. Do you remember on the first podcast we did, I was in my podcast booth? Yeah, Yeah. very awesome place. And and I was like, right, I I wanna make the quality as good as possible. Recently, Dago, I've noticed that the quality of my audio isn't quite where i want it to be like i'm a little bit too far away from this microphone but i need it for for the focus on the camera and i'm i'm thinking i want to get back in that podcast booth but right now it's a cupboard again it's just full of stuff so i reckon i'm going to make a project to try and get back in the podcast booth for recordings and get a camera in there that's wide enough in the small space oh yeah it's going to be so close to me (laughs) you
1: know i think i really enjoy like for example it's like Because even though I'm sick, I enjoy that right now. Like, I made an effort for this pod to look like this way. And it's, like, good. Like, it's good for my mental health to, like, do it and not just, like, be in bed. So it's cool for me. And I'm, like, I want to do it maybe every week if I can. So that would be cool if we had, like, finally the cool-looking setup where we look amazing for, you know, keep growing this pod. Because this pod is going places, dude. We are doing our best month so far. Probably going to beat our record. So, you know, let's keep making this pod awesome. I want us to have a thousand subscribers by the end of the year. You know, people who listen very quickly. Now we have probably like 300. So it would be awesome if we had like...
0: Dude, I love this podcast. And I love how impressive you've been about actually making it happen like from your bed sick like barely being able to do anything i was actually saying this to my friend today about co-hosting a podcast and i was like i, I don't think i would have done every week if it wasn't for you obviously we, we've missed a few where i, I haven't edited them but you've mm-hmm. recorded every single week and you've showed up to do it and you kept me good with it when on weeks when i probably would have skipped
1: <laughs> oh yeah i think you know you know it's funny like on twitter last year everybody was saying you should move your followers to your newsletter. You need to own your audience and all this shit. And I never wanted to do a newsletter because I don't want to, but it sounds like work. But doing this podcast doesn't sound like work. And I figured it's kind of the same as having a newsletter. Like it's a different channel for people who really give a shit. Oh yeah. And it's like, it's just a podcast. So most people, they do newsletters, but I can do a podcast. And I love doing this part. It's like one of the most like best part of my week.
0: Absolutely. And I, the podcast listens go deeper than, say, tweets or stuff do, and people like to tune in and follow along. So I've seen a few people that we look up on, up to on Twitter and really enjoy engaging with. I'm going to point out Marie from Lama Life, who listens yeah. to pretty much every episode and leaves some lovely comments. So we go and shout out Marie and say, "We know you're listening, and we appreciate you. I've got my llama Lama here. Marie, if you're listening, go on YouTube. I'm holding up the llama now, who's very cute. <laughs> I, have, I have it too, and we have it in the living room, and we call it Lulu because
1: its name is Lulu. Lulu the llama. And I think we named it that way. I, I think I was one of the person who voted for that because it's for Lucy, my wife. So that's Lulu, and we have, like, we're a family of three. Like, we have Lucy, me, and Lulu. Like, uh, we have the oh. llama too. It's the oh. best plush ever.
0: I'm going to call my llama
1: Lionel. No, you cannot decide the name. It is called Lulu. It's like the
0: official. Name. Oh, oh, like the name. <laughs> okay, so the actual it's Lulu the Llama. Okay, fair enough. So yeah, I know Marie listens. James, who I've mentioned, that surprised me cause he, <laughs> he he sent me a message just a few hours after I published the podcast. And I was like, James, you've already listened. He's like, James, I stay on top of my podcast queue. And I was like, you tune into every episode. He's like, yeah. So it, it's really nice, even though it's like a small number compared to what you might see on twitter it's people that tune in every week to see our progress and our journey which is really rewarding
1: I just want to give a shout out to also rodrigo who is doing the job board search and also dominic sobe i don't even know how to say his name even though i met him in lisbon and he's a friend now so hey dom thanks for listening cool
0: man well what have you been doing this week
1: yeah this week like chat gpt dude so last week I tweeted a bunch of times about how I'm so sick of AI, but like what I'm sick about is hearing about AI all the time. People tell me, oh, you hate AI. You hate AI. I'm like, no, I don't hate it. It's like, I just wish there wasn't 10 stupid ass threads in my Twitter feed every day telling me about 10 ways I don't know how to use chat GPT. <laughs> I'm like fucking tired of this shit. Like it's just most boring thing. So I tweeted about that. I get it out of my system. And I started using it more like, because I was always like, I don't like, you know, FOMO. I don't like when everybody's like following a trend. For me, it's like suspicious, yeah. like you kind of. Like if there's a new trend, mm. my default stance, is not, like not go into it because it's a trap. Most of the times it's gonna be shit. So might not waste my time. But that said, you know, after all these months, you know, it's always there, always AI, always whatever. So I keep checking it out. And eventually I started having ideas So I tried some ChatGPT and finally I find something where like my mind was blown. And I was like, oh, this has value. And it's not about AI or anything. It's just like, this is awesome. Like this is like solving a problem that I have and that could help me. So basically I found a way to use ChatGPT. I mean, I found a way, like I'm a genius, like it's so basic, but like I just thought of asking it to organize the logos on Logology so we can better match people with the right logo because we basically have like 800 logos they all have very precise description that lucy wrote about what it means what's the symbol what's the shapes and all that and we also have the questionnaire that people take to tell us our brand their brand personalities and so i gave it like 10 logos and with precise descriptions and i told them for this customer which is a typical guy who came to our website with this brand personality what is the best logo based on this meaning definition? And it told me the most amazing thing. It told the perfect logo that we would have chosen. And it gave a perfect justification precise to the exact company of the person. So something we couldn't do, you know, automatically because you need to embed, you know, the, the actual company. So I was blown away. And now like, Now I'm paying for ChatGPT+. I'm like (laughs) requesting API access because I need to add it to Logology. But I think, you know, the key here is like, it's not about AI for the sake of AI. It's not like, oh yeah, I mean, we're not going to say Logology is an AI product because the design is still going to be human-made because that's like the core value. But we're going to use AI to help make the UX of the product better, to help match people with the right logos, And that is awesome. That's actually solving a problem in a way that that was not possible before. So we are blown away and
0: very excited by this. I'm in a similar boat to you with just sort of getting frustrated with it, being sort of forced into every area and people talking about it a lot. And although I'm skeptical of a lot of new things, I think it's awesome. I'm yet to find a use case which can really help me. Day to day. And I think it's cool. Like, whenever I put something into ChatGPT, I'm like, wow, yeah, that's come up with some really cool shit. Until today, when I was trying to do the titles for IndieBytes and James sent me what potential titles ChatGPT could create, I was like, wow, they are better than I could come up with easily. There's a few tools that help write podcast show notes and tweets and emails and stuff. And I was really skeptical. I was like, no, I, I've already got my system down where I'll yeah, record yeah. an episode and then I'll write it and then that becomes the show notes. And then I put it into a tool. I think on AppSumo was like 40 bucks lifetime. I was like, ah, I'll just put it in. Like it, they give you like one free go. So I put it in and I was like, ah, it's not terrible. Like with a few tweets, yeah. that saves me lots of time.
1: And about, you know, when you wanted to write something, I'm paying now because I want access to GPT-4, which is like the latest model they released last week and why like yeah. everybody was talking about it. And it's significantly better. Like it literally was speaking as if Lucy was telling a customer's advice for their logos. So I was really blown away. So I think, and then, so I think for you it could be useful. And then I like this week, I'm like organizing tweets because I'm writing tweets again this week, you know, because I write them ahead of time. And I thought, I'm going to ask it. I basically sent it 10 of my best tweets and told him to rewrite a new tweet based on just like a couple of bullet points, like oh, nice. write a new tweets for me based on, and like, but like it was difficult. Like it's, it took me about, it took me about an hour and it wasn't like clear, but like some good ones it gives me ideas, but it's not like as perfect as the use case for logology. It's not like plug and play. It's like, okay, I have to, you know, twist it. So it's not saving me that much time. But I'm like, shit. I see the value now. I see the potential, and yeah, it's cool. It's it's cool to be excited about a new thing because like we're so <laughs> contrarians. We don't want to be into that. We don't want to have like <laughs> this thing. But like, yeah, it's cool. And also, I used it for coding because I'm like coding some stuff on my startup, and it's so helpful for coding. It's crazy. I mean, you're not a coder, so you can't really know. But like, it's so fucking helpful. Yeah. You can literally ask it to build anything. It's gonna lay out everything and then you just have a small tweaks to make so it might make me even faster to build logology
0: so we're, we're, we're slowly embracing ai and um, we should use ai in this episode to write the intro and also to write the title and also to make your updates which i found pretty boring to be honest <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, should, should I try? No. cool
0: is that is that all you've been doing this week f- f- playing around with yeah. ai i suppose not
1: yeah, that's, that's pretty much it, you know, organizing tweets, coding the next version of Logology and, you know, going to, you know, trying to solve this COVID thing, but that's just like ongoing. It seems like I'm getting, I mean, I don't know if I get better. It's hard to say. I think I'm going like five to 10% better each week, but no, I'm not even sure. So did, did
0: you get the test parts from the doctor?
1: Yeah. Got blood test. nothing wrong, obviously, because, you know, that's how it goes with long COVID. Everybody's sick, but nobody's got anything okay what the fuck but so yeah I wasn't surprised but I got like I go see the heart doctor like in two weeks
0: did you did you record the extra segment of your course
1: oh no way no 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 I mean I was planning to but Elon Musk announced that there was going to be algorithm they're going to open source the algorithm on the March 31st so knowing Elon Musk it probably means it's going to take two more weeks but whatever, I think like I need to wait until this algo is open source to do it. You know, I feel like it's, it makes sense. So especially since I have less time now because of how I feel, I'm like, I want to maximize. So I want to do like one week where I record and edit the update. So I'm going to wait until I have, I have all the data. So waiting for the algorithm to be open source, you know. Mm-hmm. So what have you been up to?
0: For me I have published two episodes of Indie Byte, still keeping it up recorded with a chap called Patrick Posner or published with Patrick. He's got an interesting story. He runs a portfolio of WordPress plugins that make up it makes 12k a month with all of them, but he would scaled yeah. it really quickly during Covid. In a few months he doubled from like 4 to 8k. And then two years later, he's only at 12. I was like, why? What happened with the growth? How did it not continue? And he said, well, I I kind of sold off some plugins and reduced it a little bit. I was like, that's interesting. Why? And he said, well, I didn't want, I didn't want the extra, he said something like he didn't want the extra pressure of the growth of hiring of maintaining a bigger product. So whenever it gets too much, he either sells off the plugin because he wants to optimize for lifestyle. I was like, okay that's interesting usually when people get to a point they just want more but he was happy he was like yeah Yeah. i slowed down growth so that was patrick he's relatively unknown then i did another published another episode with my friend elston who's actually been on the podcast before and when i first interviewed him he was only at like 600 dollars mrr and but he was a friend so i thought let's chat let's see what you've done but how have you got to that stage maybe relatable to people and now he's at 10k mrr And so it's fun to see his progress over the years and sort of what he's learned and the tactics he's employed to get there. And now he's full time while he's at 10k. it's, It's not what it was when it was in the early days where it's fun and you're hacking and you're like trying to chase growth and find different ways to improve the product. He does feel like it's a little bit of a job. So where does he find his enjoyment now? So that was Elston those were the two indie bites episodes i went to do a recording with justin jackson this was quite funny i think it was the wednesday after we'd done our recordings and i did my recording for lemon squeezy on wednesday as well so it's like a really heavy recording day yeah and i'm in bed just ready to go to sleep it's about 10 p.m and i get a message from justin responding to my earlier message of like booking the time to do our next indie bites and he said let's record now And I first responded like, no, look, dude, I'm in bed, I want to chill. But I was like, this is Justin Jackson, the Justin Jackson. I'm I'm usually up later, so five minutes later, I'm like, come on, Justin, let's do it, let's get on.
1: Well, that's also something awesome about doing something right away, so it doesn't, like, become a thing. It's not like one more thing in your agenda, it's not like... It doesn't take any
0: headspace. It's like, yeah, let's do it now. That's awesome. That's the best kind of, you know, events. Exactly. And I'm trying to do more and more interviews chilled like this or recordings where, because otherwise I get really stressed by them. And that doesn't always mean yeah, yeah, yeah. the recording is better. When I'm chilled, when I'm unprepared, <laughs> it, it sometimes comes out as a better conversation. So I go, all right, Justin, let, let's do it. Let's chat. Joined in, recorded immediately. And we had an amazing hour and a half chat. With no agenda, we we're just chatting about indie stuff, like some of the challenges I'm facing, some of the challenges he's faced. And although we didn't have a technical indie bites episode because I didn't think there was much structure to bring it down into 15 minutes, yeah. I thought that's going to be a really good membership episode. And it got me thinking that is what the membership could be because I've always struggled with this indie bites membership thing. Where oh yeah, okay, different different conversations altogether. Exactly. I've not like mm. seen the 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 value of just an expanded conversation that isn't edited sometimes yes but oftentimes no it just it doesn't add any extra value i don't find but if i just jump on with people like justin and have an interesting chat about marketing and finances and indie hacker yeah, yeah, yeah. that it's just mm. a meandering conversation but it's still very interesting and packed with value i don't think i can pull that down into an indie bites episode but people would be very interested to hear that and they could do it on the membership which is good value at 60 60 a month and i feel i I'd be more confident putting those on the membership. I think it's a, it's awesome
1: that you're still thinking of new ideas for IndieBytes. So I'd love yeah. to see you try that new format. I mean, to be honest, I never understood the value of the membership. Me neither.
0: <laughs> so
1: how many people subscribe? 60. 60, cool. Yeah. So like, how much does it make? 500?
0: It's $60 a year. So 60 times 60. There's about $3,500 a year. six hundred, by 12, $300 a month. That's not bad, dude.
1: That's like 300 MRR. It's not bad. I mean, for IndieBytes, it's small, but like, it's not bad. So yeah, I would love to see you experiment with that. Maybe try a different thing. Maybe you can like add this to the membership. Like it's an, another thing in the membership. Because mm. like the more you give, the more people are like, oh yeah, I can, I can buy this. I'm going to get, you know, the value for my money.
0: I'm thinking so. Well, uh, it's also the only way I can make money through Indie Bytes this year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, because you're getting paid still. So. Uh, yeah, but like if, if, if I want to get paid consistently or like the, the the money that is coming from indie bytes is upfront and not, I don't see it. It's going straight into debt. Like I, I, I understand that what it's for and I'm accepting that. But if I want to feel like as I'm producing it, I'm getting something back from it, the membership is a way to do that. Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> So, yeah, that is pretty much all I've done this week. It's been another pretty good week of edits and getting them out. We've got a chat with Arvid Carl on the Mate Lemonade podcast. We released our one with Thomas Frank last week. JR and I are getting in our groove of recording, or, like, getting in our co-hosting groove, trying to build that re- rapport, the yeah. chemistry, that I didn't think was there from the start. The last episode we recorded, when he did the whole thing with his AirPods, It was a really good conversation because he really opened up to me. And I was like asking him, why are you investing in this podcast? The podcast isn't big at all, probably similar size to this one. And I'm like, why are you paying me to do it? And he said he wants to, if someone's moving their payment system over, he wants people to know who is behind it. So he wants to build up that trust and he feels the podcast is a way to do that where pretty much every week you can listen to the CEO talking about behind the scenes of building the product. That's awesome, and
1: you know, you never know. Like, it can grow. You never know how, how it can end up growing and yeah. become like, uh, and drive customer acquisition. But yeah, that's cool. That's a very good reason. That's like, that also means they are making good money to be able to think of these things.
0: Cool man. All right, should we wrap up here? Yeah, was cool. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of This Indie Life. Hope you enjoyed the chat between myself and Dago. If you've got any questions or feedback, Dago asked for some in this episode. Make sure you send us a message on Twitter. Our handle is at IndieLifePod. I'll pop a link in the show notes for you. And if you want to watch our beautiful faces instead of listen, a reminder that the pod is on YouTube. That's all from me. Stay Indie. James out.